This program deals with themes of an adult nature and is intended for a mature audience. The very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. Our differences worldwide would vanish if we were facing an alien threat from outside this world. We must guard against the military-industrial conflict. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! The questions you always had. The answers you were never given. The place to seek the truth. Welcome to Veritas. Headline edition, July 8, 1947. The Army Air Force has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore! The power they took from the people will return to the people. The Matrix is everywhere. It is all around us. It is the world that has been pulled over your eyes to blind you from the truth. Shall I tell you what I find beautiful about you? You are in charge of the best when things are worse. Sooner or later, though, you always have to wake up. Be skeptical, but don't close your mind. Greetings to everyone around the world, and a warm welcome to another edition of Veritas at VeritasRadio.com. I'm your host, Mel Fabregas, and I sincerely thank you for joining me once again. And if this is your first time, please make yourself at home. To listen to part two of tonight's interview and all of our material going back to 2008, don't miss out and subscribe. It's very simple. All you have to do is click on the subscribe button of our website at veritasradio.com and you'll receive your login immediately. And have you listened to Sanitas Radio yet? Take a look at all the shows we've done so far and all the upcoming guests. You have no idea what these shows can do for you and your loved ones. You will never hear what they have to say in the mainstream media. I guarantee it. Remember, your greatest wealth is your health. Check it out at sanitasradio.com. And for MMS or our futuristic metal-cased USB drives with all our seasons and bonus material, go to the Veritas store. To get in touch with us, for member support, media inquiries, suggestions, you want to be a guest or are a whistleblower? Click on the contact button of our website at veritasradio.com. And tonight we go back to the old ways and discuss holographic kinetics and advanced Aboriginal healing with our special guest, Steve Richards, right now on Veritas. Steve Richards was awarded the 2005 Live Awards Certificate of Commendation from Suicide Prevention Australia and nominated for the 2005 and 6 Human Rights Media Awards. Then in 2007, Steve was nominated for the Australian of the Year Awards 
amongst many others, and has been asked into the high-security prisons for the mentally ill, where nothing tried by mainstream with the Aboriginal inmates was working, and he has obtained positive results with every inmate worked on. He's also the founder of Holographic Kinetics, which you can reach by visiting his website at holographickinetics.com, which is also linked at ours. And directly from Queensland, Australia, I would like to welcome Steve Richards to Veritas. Hello, Mr. Richards, and welcome. Uh, good morning. Good morning. It's very, very early where you are, and I really appreciate not only that, the fact that you accepted this invitation in such short notice, so that's really, really appreciated. May I call you Steve? Certainly, certainly. Great. I'd spend some hours on your website watching your videos, but first of all, to give the listeners more of a perspective, take us back in time before you started researching all of this. Well, I'm, I'm, an, I'm an Aboriginal descendant, and as a four-year-old, my mother sat me down and she wanted to know how I knew certain things were taking place. And I can remember still today looking at her and thinking, well, doesn't everybody remember the past? She said, no. And I remembered past lives and events. By the time I was eight years old, I could physically make water go in my finger without touching it. And by the time I was a teenager, I was doing mind magic. That is the spirit coming into the vehicle. Now let's go to the soul. The soul down the genetic line, my great-great-grandmother was taken away by Aboriginal Protection Agency at the age of eight. She was found in horse shackles at the age of 14, sold to a drover, and died at 15, giving birth to my grandmother. My grandma was brought up in a cattle station and very well educated by the church. But the maids, the gardeners, the butlers and the servants took her under the wing and they taught her the old ways. As I grew up, she talked about the old ways and that would trigger off more knowingness in me, which allowed me, I believe, to understand the old ways of the mind magic, which they used to call you know, the Katashi men, the clever men, a whole range of other words we used in those days. But the Aboriginal culture in the past, they were the most spiritual culture in the world. They understood that everything was alive. And in nature, they wouldn't take a chopping trolley with them when they went out the bush. They wouldn't take, well, they took nothing. They went out there, they communicated to the spirit of the trees, spirit of nature. They'd sit around at night time in the dream time. And through the dream time, they would communicate to the spirit of the animal. And the spirit of the animal would donate its vehicle. The next day, there's the animal, and there's your lunch, or there's your tea. You never took something that didn't first donate its vehicle. If you violated law by taking something that wasn't ready to move on, then what you do, you can capture that spirit in your field, and it can now live its traits through you. Um, today, we're finding that in many different facets of people, especially a lot of time Tourette's and other um, compulsive disorders. They understood everything in nature is alive, the trees, the grass, the rocks, the plants, everything. And in doing that, they could communicate because if something is alive, then it has to have a life force. And the life force that gives it life is what's known as the spirit. The spirit moves in and take the human species. At the moment of conception, the spirit moves into the vehicle. The vehicle and everything external to internal it takes in is the soul. All the programming from the day you're born becomes locked into the cell of the soul. Then it goes from the soul, it reproduces itself because the vehicle itself, your body itself, 
is a hologram. And what happens is once those thoughts become thought forms, become life forms and lock into your cells, they become part of the soul and the soul is always trying to reproduce itself. So they become a fractal. And these fractals will reproduce themselves through time for their own survival. You now become the host of your own creation. So it's understanding 40-odd years of research of knowing what I knew, knowing that our mainstream system had no idea of these areas and you'd be classified as mentally unstable if you started talking about these areas. And yet this was quite normal in Aboriginal cultures. You go in Aboriginal communities and you speak to some of the elders and straight away, they're straight there. I mean, nowadays I go in and I have so many of the elders won't talk at times, break down in tears because they're so relieved and excited. Somebody still remembers the old ways, the way it was. They're trying to tell our normal system and, of course, they classify them all these different labels and uh, that's where we are today. It's understanding the ancient past, how it was, how it is in the present and how it really has always been the keys of secret to humanity and how humans work, but never been acknowledged. Today, you know, I've got files, oh, geez, inches and inches thick of letters and over years, you know, 40 odd years of letters to politicians and, um, you know, trying to get in to make a change. And, you know, I, I call them today, I call them the buck passing parties because they always pass the buck onto someone else because they don't understand it. And we have people of very high positions who have said, no, this is two way out. We can't, you know, they won't accept this because this is two way out. Well, isn't death of people two way out? Isn't illness two way out? You know, when you have people that have been locked up because the simplicity of saying, I've got voices in the head. You know, you sit in, I sat in, I sat eight weeks for every single court case with Aborigines going through. And I listened to all the young people going through the courts. And what we would hear would, was when they're summing up, I don't know your honour why I keep doing the same thing over and over. They're stuck in time. I don't know your honour. When I have a few beers, it like something takes over. It does. You see, because they were they came from spirit and they came from that internal world, it doesn't take much to lower their defences and let other things in through the alcohol and the drugs. This is why we have such a problem today in our communities. Most communities, you know, were taken away. You go back in time of the last hundred odd years and we have what's known as stolen generation. The children will be taken away from the parents that would then create trauma for the child. The spirit became traumatised. The mother became traumatised. And as it was a community involvement in bringing up the children, the community became traumatised. Now, when the spirit became traumatised, that gives access to the soul by other beings in other dimensions. And there we have the problems we have today. Most have forgotten the old ways because, you know, I, I'm working on people today and we're going back in time. Example, we're working on, you know, an 80-year-old woman, let's just say, and she goes back to eight years old and she's really in the trauma of being whipped constantly for speaking the native language. English was the only language allowed to be spoken. And if they spoke the native language, they'd be, they'd be whipped until they spoke English. That trauma is still locked in them. You know, today it takes me to the degree of the aged. Why do you think the aged before they die revert back in time constantly? It's a universal law. 
deal with your stuff now so you don't have to reproduce it in the future cycles of time because everything has cycles of time. That's just part of it. Well, you mentioned the Aborigines and we can talk about other cultures around the world. Why do we ignore cultures that have survived over 60,000 years? And instead, I don't think we call them soulless anymore, but in the Western world, many consider them savages. In the old days, they used to be called soulless savages, yet they still thrive in their own ways unless the Western world and the, the, the first world takes over and all of a sudden their cultures and their old ways change. Well, you've got to go back and you've got to say, if you've got a race, which the Aboriginal race was, that survived for 60,000 years, and when white man arrives here and he says, and of course it's always um, between the church and the government, says, hmm, it's not bad land here. We wouldn't mind this land. How do we get this land? Well, I mean, Aboriginal cultures, have a look. The way it used to work was, you know, you'd make an agreement, you'd nod your head. That was an agreement. You see, to understand that, you've got to understand law, L-O-R-E, not L-A-W. But L-A-W... What's the difference? What's the difference between law and, and law? Law, L-A-W, is a man-made laws, which are agreed upon. Law, L-O-R-E, is universal knowledge. The universe has its own laws. It cannot remain balanced in suspended in space without laws. So these laws govern all dimensions. Now, when you violate laws, you're violating against the greatest of our dimensions, and there are reciprocal exchange that can take place for violation of these laws. We go back to Aboriginal culture, and it lived by law. It knew that if you harmed another, then you would have to come back to experience that harming. You know, over the years in white society, I often hear people say, oh, yes, but they were into revenge killing. No, they weren't. They were doing you a favour. If you killed somebody in that community, then you'd be put out there and every member would be given a spear of the family to throw. If they hit you, they hit you. If they didn't, they didn't. If they killed you, they killed you. If they didn't, they didn't. It was dealt with now because they knew you couldn't escape the cycles of time. They knew in 500 or 1,000 years' time, you've got to come back to experience what you created. But if it's dealt with now, that cycle's complete. And therefore, they've just done you a favour by not having you trapped in the dimensions of the future so you can move out in the big game into the next dimension. Everything is about cycles of time. And they understood these cycles. They understood how this universe worked. I mean, you go back to some of the old paintings and, and, and some of these old ancient warriors had been out in the stars. They'd been out in space. They'd been out of bodies and they could travel. You know, there's, there's, there's cases there where people used to come into communities. They'd fly into a community. They'd be in a community and they're leaving to go to the next community. And one of the clever men there, that's all right, see you there. They arrive there and he's there to greet them. They can move in and out of what's known as a burrow circle. And it's like a, a, a grid point on the earth. And they can step in and out of time and come out somewhere else in time. They knew all these secrets. Most of that has been lost. There, there are very few that understand the really old ways how it was. Because the Western world comes in, the first thing it says is, well, the Aboriginal culture was, they're going to be dead in 100 years if we don't save them. <laughs> well, hang on, they've lived for 60,000 years without help. And the help they've given them today is have a look at society today, what they've done. We never had the problems we've got today back in those times. 
because they lived in harmony with nature itself and by these laws. And some of the laws to understand, notice, man is responsible for his thought, his word, his deed, and his action. Your thought is alive. And your thought, if it is projected out and influences another, is a violation of law, if it's affecting another in any form or any way. If you kill something under law, then because you destroy its vehicle, it has a right to your vehicle. So this spirit of this animal can jump into you and you can take on animal traits. This is where we get people barking like a dog and plucking like a chicken, culture X. <laughs> really? We bring up the animal spirits. We have them physically talking out of the body. We go back in time to when they kill these animals and we unfold time and space and we release the spirit of the animals. And instantly, the barking like a dog or plucking like a chicken ceases. It's the same as soldiers at war. If you go to war and you kill another and their intent's not to kill you, you violate law. That spirit that you just kill has a right to your vehicle. Now it can jump in. You have a few beers or any drugs and your defences are down. The moment your defences are down, they can take over. And when they take over, if they're full of anger and bitterness because of what you've done, they can make you, you know, shoot your wife, shoot the kid, you know, kill yourself. You know, look, I've worked on soldiers of war on many occasions and we've had, take the Vietnam War, we've had spirits of Viet Cong speaking Vietnamese out of the body. We go back in Vietnam, what took place? I worked on special forces that were in Somalia. And again, mass trauma. There's a spirit of a young girl who, who just died, jumped straight into the soldier. Um, in our everyday life, we're finding it's not just if you've killed somebody deliberately, but we're also finding accidental deaths. To understand that, I've got one of my clients came to me and she's had three spinal operations. Now, she's riddled with pain. This is 40 years later. We get her on the table. I access the spirit, not the soul. The spirit can change the soul. The soul can't change the spirit. Now, when I access the spirit, it indicates the cause effect was 18 years old. Go there. Next minute, she's screaming hysterically on the table. I forgot. I forgot. I totally forgot what took place. Had head on collision in a car when I was 18. Thank you. And what happened? The other woman died. Thank you. Well, the first thing to me is that she's had an accident and the other woman's died. Was she responsible for the accident? So I asked the spirit. It says, yes. So I called the other spirit of the woman who died up. You should have heard her. She was ropeable because this woman is careless and killed her. How'd she die? Spinal injuries. She's been in the woman's body for 40 years. The woman's been living the traits of all the spinal injuries in her. The moment we brought up the spirit and folded time and space and released the spirit for the future cycles of time, instantly all the spinal issues she had disappeared. They weren't hers in the first place. That's just one example. We're dealing with, because today you've got to understand the multi-dimensions of man. We are multi-dimensional beings. We're not just a single lineal dimension. And in this dimension, we've got the cycles of time. You know, did you realise yesterday morning was the same as today except for a few variables? And tomorrow will be the same except for a few more variables. And last year was a similarity except for some variables. And we keep going through the bigger cycle of time, the deja vu cycle, the present cycle, and we're moving into the new future cycle. Well, if we in the present change the past, we can change the future by understanding this old culture. Yes. One of the things I try is just putting out case studies so people can associate 
themselves. Thank you for listening. To unlock the full two-hour interview, including video formats, downloads, transcripts, exclusive articles, and more, subscribe to Veritas Plus now. Gain access to our entire archive dating back to 2008. Just click subscribe at veritasradio.com. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. Subscribe now. To listen to the rest and all of our exclusive material, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or join the Veritas Plus family by subscribing. Click on the subscribe button at veritasradio.com. Don't forget to visit the Veritas store for focused life force energy. Get a 15-day free trial today with no credit card required. And if you want to get in touch with Mel, want to be a guest on this radio program, have a guest suggestion, or have feedback, just click on the contact button on our website at veritasradio.com. Now, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or subscribe to listen to the rest of the interview. You don't want to miss it. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. What are you waiting for? Subscribe now at veritasradio.com.